Welcome back to Changing of the Times. I'm your host, Josh Daishi, alongside my colleague, David Ulek, and the aforementioned coach, Spencer Grossinger. Boys, kick, the NFL season kicks off tonight. And it's the first game since your Tampa Bay Buccaneers knocked off the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. Spencer, you and I spent the evening together watching that game. I found it to be one of the most boring Super Bowls uh, in a long time, outside of probably the previous one with uh, Tampa Bay and not, not Tampa Bay, but with um, uh, the, uh, the uh, LA Rams and, and the uh, new, two New England Patriots. You know, to me, it was was very lackluster. Patrick Mahomes was chased. He, I mean, he was, you know, what what they did to him. You know, in terms of getting to him, the pressure was ridiculous. Obviously, there was a lot of a lot of news that we discussed in the off season. Most notably, I mean, from a Kansas City perspective, they rebuilt their offensive line so this wouldn't happen again. Spencer, what's your thoughts? Yeah, well, I thought I thought that the Super Bowl was just I thought it was an interesting game because Mahomes has never really been stopped at this level before in, a, in any game he's played and the, pay, the the Bucks were an underdog going into the game and you, you've never really seen Mahomes in that offense shut down like Tampa's so I, I just thought the performance was you know pretty startling and and, and interesting to watch but you're right about Kansas City I mean they they got um, the offensive lineman from the Ravens, correct? They got him in a trade. They also selected Trey Smith in the sixth round. Now, Trey Smith had a medical condition, but if he can play guard for this team, they're going to have a really good offensive line. And kind of like David was alluding to, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot to prove for Kansas City in terms of you know winning this super in terms of Mahomes and stating that. They're still they're still the kings in this league. So I, I think that their offensive line is better. Clyde Edwards Alaire, I think he, he needs to even have a better year than he did last year. Um, but I'm looking at that offensive line now, and you're, it's the guy from Oklahoma, uh, Brown that they that they acquired as a tackle. So if they stay healthy, their line sure looks good from everything you read. David, the- there was a ton of offseason news i mean there's so many changing in the quarterbacks and we'll get into that what was the biggest story for you in the offseason um i think the biggest story probably for me i think the whole deshaun watson saga what happened didn't happen you know it's kind of like you you heard a lot and still at the end of the day nothing has actually happened yeah, yeah. In fact, it, the only thing that happened is he's not starting right now for the houston texans Yes, and he's not. He's not. He's still on the active roster. That's the most shocking part. All right, great, great guys. You know, there's a ton of storylines that we're going to get into. Week one is an exciting time. You know, we've got several new head coaches out there. Urban Meyer makes the jump from college and the uh, you know uh, broadcast booth. He takes it on down. He takes takes a, a leap of a leap and heads to Jacksonville. Get David Cooley. You know, who wasn't exactly the favorite, but he ends up getting the job at Houston. Nick Sirianni, who no one really heard of, is now in Philadelphia. Uh, Arthur Smith is now in uh, is in Atlanta. Guys, who, what coach is going to make the greatest impact in the first year? David, you, want to you go ahead. Spencer, go ahead. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Arthur Smith of Atlanta. I just think Smith has that CEO personality to himself. I mean, you you read the stat that Tannehill has the most yards per attempt um, in the league. I mean, he took Tannehill's career that was that was trending on a backup quarterback level, and he made it very successful in Tennessee. He has Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts. 
I said that they're going to be a playoff team. Um, Atlanta was even close last year in a lot of games. I, I just see Arthur Smith, and and I think that this guy is going to be a really, really good head coach. So I'll, I'll say Arthur Smith. Uh, Spencer, question for you: how, how does um, Arthur Smith in any way run the same offense as what as the Tannehill offense? Yeah, a lot well, of that, rollouts, a lot of extending plays. Explain to me how that that, that how, explain to me that. Well, Arthur Smith, when he was with Tennessee, he had Marcus Mar- Mariota for a lot of years. I mean, he was he was in that that system in uh, in Tennessee. But that that's what you do. You adapt to your personnel. And I know that Mike Davis isn't the same as Derrick Henry. Uh, and Tannehill, he was a little bit mobile, but it's not like he's running the football. So you could still do play action. You could still have Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. I mean, this is that you're still going to be playing on it on a really fast surface. And I think Matt Ryan, I mean, Matt Ryan with Kyle Shanahan, David, you saw Matt Ryan thrive in this league. So I really, I really think Arthur Smith's going to be very, very good. Yeah, no, I was just trying to figure out how, how, how the two offenses equate. Right. I think that um, there's only one coach that could rival Arthur Smith, and you're probably going to take him. So let's hear, let's hear your, your pick. Um, for, you for me, I think that. I think that the biggest first game pack coach is going to be. Um... I can rattle them off for you, David, if you want. No, no, I'm just I'm I'm in between two. I think the impact might not necessarily be wins or losses. I, I, I'm really interested to see the impact Urban Meyer has. I think this could oh. be a circus, and sometimes impact doesn't have to be positive. I think long term will be positive, but year one, I, I want to see what happens down there. I think his impact will be you know, changing of a culture. Um, I think you're gonna have players upset, and that's fine. You know, I think I think his year one impact is gonna be immense. You know, what what they expected from you know in the Doug Marone era to what is going on in Urban Meyer era is gonna be night and day down there. So I think the impact is gonna be huge down there for. But but you know who's actually the betting favorite for coach of the year? Who's that? To do Brendan with that. Brendan Staley, coach of the Chargers. Were you thinking that too? I was thinking that, but like, yeah, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, Urban, you're right. Uh, for for me, it's it's a little bit different. I'm not uh, Staley was the guy. He'll be on a better team. But yeah, I like what's going on with Urban. Okay, you know, I think the guy who's going to be the most intriguing head coach and the guy that's made every press conference entertaining is Dan Campbell uh, for the Detroit Lions. Uh, you know, I mean, here's a guy that, you know, wants to chew kneecaps and, you know, he wants to get after it. Do I think it's going to last? No, I think the I think the guy who I think has the most upside amongst all of them, Robert Salah uh, with the uh, New York Jets. I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to do. Um, the other guy that I'll be watching every week, uh, hometown favorite, uh, Nick Sirianni. You know, he gets to not only coach the offense, but the defense this year, too, as he said in his press conference, which he's really excited about. Um, you know, it's good. That's going to be funny. Guys, here's a one of my favorite stats that, that I'm going to throw out there. How many quarterbacks have changed teams this year and will be starting with a new team? It's pretty wild. Starting quarterbacks. New start. So, like, if you were, say, Carson Wentz, you were the starting quarterback last year for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now you're with a new team in Indianapolis. How many guys have changed hands? I saw the stat. I could not believe it yesterday. You know, I love doing the stat of the week, David. Right, let's see. You got Carson. You got Andy. You've got Matt Stafford. Keep going. 
See Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he gone. Um, wait, not Carr. No, no, not Carr. Carr has been with the same team the whole time, Spencer. Um, it's a good one, Spencer. No, <laughs> no, I'm trying. I was just whispering. <laughs> my, I'm trying. No, you wait, Darnold. Speak to the whole show. Darnold um, wins. Not Darnold. Darnold won. Sam Darnold. That's five. Um, Wentz yeah. is six. Yeah, you going. Wow, that's a lot. Um, a couple more. Yeah, there, there's quite a few more. You want me to give you the number? And I'll, we'll go through them? No, wait. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Fitzy. Fitzpatrick. Sure. Okay. So it can't saying, be a, it's not a rookie quarterback, though, correct? Uh, I mean, I guess in theory, yes, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is. It is. It is a rookie quarter. Can't be oh, because oh, you, you, you see, coach again. See, this is this is the coach. This is year two of coach. Um, bad phrasing of questions. The, Guys, this guy of the week is very poorly phrased. Starting the quarter, starting they're starting with a new team. So I mean, technically, they are starting with a new team. They are starting with a new team. Oh. He said starting quarterback last year. That not uh, you know, okay. Starting with a new team, so I guess they were starting in college last year. I'll give you that. Um, okay. So a couple more. So then you got Zach Wilson. You got Mac Jones. So let oh. I'm going to say I'm going to say twelve. That's a good guess, David. Tyrod Taylor. Um. Oh, Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. I guess Jacksonville. I mean, yeah, the, the, um, so that's 11. Maybe 11. 15. 15. Guys that you missed. Jerry Goff. Okay. Tua. He wasn't the starter last year. See, that's bullshit. No, 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 no. But now this qu- – no, but that's yeah, not that's, 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 question. So, 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 okay, so Justin Herbert's a new starter? Yes, he is. Okay, so so your whole question, your, your question, you got got to be more specific, Coach. Start okay. Starting quarterback from opening day is from week one. From week one, okay. Okay, uh, okay. It's, it's, okay. It's a different question. Different question because you know what you said because you said even with the you said a guy that was on a different team. Okay, Jameis Jameis was on the Saints last year. Two on the Dolphins. All right, here we go. Another one. Ready? This quarterback. Okay. Is 0-42 when he trails by more than one point heading into the fourth quarter against winning against winning teams. Think about this. The guy's played a lot of games if he's done that. <laughs> I, I love this stat. Wow. 0-42 in his career when trailing by more than one point in the fourth quarter against teams against winning teams with a winning record. Okay, should I? I already have my guy loaded up. Or, that's a weird wave. Uh, a Kirk Cousins. No, but not bad because you're picking a quarterback that has longevity. So I, I like to guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, Andy Dalton. No, Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. What? I can show it to you right here, boys. In the regular season, 0-42 against winning teams. I would have thought it was even Fitzpatrick or or D- Danny Dimes is probably horrendous record as well, like 0-16. Sure, probably. All right, let's dive into some of the uh, storylines that I want to touch on. Uh, and, and we start off tonight, ironically, in Tampa Bay. Um, 
Dak Prescott returns. David, David, when he got hurt, he was in, he was one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He was probably top five. I uh, got paid a lot of money. Do you think Dak can return to his uh, regular season form and earn every penny of that money that he got paid? What do you get? Like a record, like seventy-five million uh, signing bonus? Is that what it is? No, he, I think he got like seventy-five, something like that, over what four years, something like that. It's a pretty incredible number, but really. You know, he pretty much for this quarterback market earned every dollar. You know, unlike Carson Wentz, uh, unlike unlike Carson Wentz, you know he, he he has earned every dollar. It's it was very interesting the timing of the whole the whole deal when you think about they played that little possum the year before. Is he going to sign extension? Is he not? You know, it actually he bet on himself. He won. You know, the the Cowboys lost by not. I would say giving him a little bit more last year, the year before, and then, you know, what's the right wording? What's the right wording? A little bit more per year now that they, they lost because they basically got in that situation of the team was a little bit too good mm-hmm. to draft a quarterback. And then, you know, that Dak's the guy moving forward. I'm expecting him to be really good. I mean, I don't think – that there's anything in Dak's career that would say, hey, he's not really good. Is he going to be the elite-level quarterback that's, you know, taking you to the Super Bowl? I don't think that this team is built that way, but, you know, we will see moving forward. Okay. But, but at least it's only a four, it's only a four-year deal, though. So Spencer's you could, already trying to get out of it. You could still try to move what the Cowboys are? No, I said Spencer's already trying to get out of Dak's deal before he's even played a snap. Yeah, well, that's, we know how Spencer is with certain quarterbacks. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I look at that deal. That's that's not even <laughs> it's not even a terrible deal. But I don't think it's a bad deal at all. Because it's only four years. Yeah. All right. So, so Spencer, do you think that Dak's going to return to midseason form and really have the uh, really have the season that you know on paper the Cowboys look like the best team in the NFCs? I think eventually he could have a re- he could be successful. Like in the middle of the season, he's going to hit his stride, but obviously not like to to start tonight or or not not to to start out of the gates. And they have some really tough games that are that are coming up. But I, I said that this team w- would win the NFC East. I mean, Dak Prescott has taken his team to the playoffs, you know, a, a couple of times already. Yeah. And they have the weapons to do it. And CD Lamb, he's the breakout player, I think, for this year. Um, in 2021, so oh, I like that because we're going to definitely talk about breakout players. So I can already put you down for CD Lamb, Spencer. Yes. So mm-hmm. I I like Prescott, and I mean against the Giants, that was just that that was a brutal injury. I mean it took the joy away from that game. The Giants still lost that game, but you just I mean it was just shocking. And the guy has his respect, and that's the thing when you have a franchise quarterback, they know Dak, they know his personality. He's an ambassador for that team, and even even the rival fans like Dak Prescott, and you know, and his story and everything. Okay, David, what's a bigger story tonight: the return of Dak Prescott, or the mere fact that Tom Brady's twenty years in and continues to play at an elite level? Well, it's always going to be Tom Brady. I think of uh, 99% of the time that Tom Brady ever touches a football field, he's the bigger story. And it's my opinion. You know, it's kind of like the Michael Jordan. It's like uh, there could be a great storyline, very legitimate around him. Something else is going on that might be more important, but 
you know, Tom Brady's always going to grab the headline. You know, 20 years in, just it doesn't seem to – he seems to get better each year now. You know, so it's – I don't know. I'm at a loss of words with Tom Brady at this point in his career. He's still I mean, very, very good. But also, David, it's a position where it's not a, it's not a contact position, especially in Tom Brady's instance. You know, it's not like he's getting hit. I, I agree with you. He's, he's not he's not a running back. And obviously I think Tom Brady, I don't know if you had seen this like little round table. It was like him, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and maybe someone out Gronk, I, I think. He was talking about how the game of football has changed and he was like complaining about the how bad quarterback play gets bailed out nowadays, you know, based on the rules of the game and this, that, the other thing. And I was kind of laughing to myself. Because he was like, well, if a quarterback gets hit, there's a flag thrown, and it's like, you know, what's the defense supposed to do? I'm laughing. I'm like, but Tom, you're the you're the one that they changed all the rules for. Exactly. Exactly. He's the greatest, ben- he's the greatest benefit, but maybe that's 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 also brilliant by Tom Brady because he's making because he's making it seem like he's a tougher guy that that you know that than he would he would think but 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 David the big controversy with Tom is 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 the jersey numbers and I kind of agree with him on that I mean how he studies defenses and how linebackers can now be number 7 or number 5 you you heard him talk about that too right yes i think <laughs> uh, I, I i think that's one where it's like whatever yeah, he's gonna adapt, but uh, I think I think everybody's gonna adapt in time. I think I think everybody sometimes becomes scared of a little bit of change. I think I think Tom Brady, you know, mentioning on defense to me, I don't care if wherever they're running at you from, they're running at you. You know, and I think on offense, it can become a shit show. Tom has been the king of going on. It seems like he's on that HBO show, The Shop, or like having conversations like every single week. Yep. You know, these motivational shows. Well, in many cases, Spencer and David, David, maybe your thoughts. Like, he's like the godfather of football because he's been doing it for so long. He's won so many rings. I mean, he's won, won more rings than anybody, any other franchise can buy in, in football. So, like, they go to him. It's like, okay, what does Tom think? You know, it's like, okay, you know, and, and, and they want to know his opinion more and more. All right. So another great storyline that came out is Aaron Rodgers returns. Uh, could be a, a swan song in, in Green Bay this year. Uh, looking for, looking to get out. David, I mean, I'm, I'll go on record. I have them coming out of the NFC. All right, we're going to do our pr- predictions. I have them going coming out of the NFC. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. He had a phenomenal year last year. It uh, was a game away. Uh, they were what, up seven or eight in the uh, NFC Championship game to Tom Brady, and they ended up blowing it. Um, you know, I, I think this is a great story. I think Aaron Rodgers wants to let the let the world on fire, like Green Bay on fire, and kind of go out. You know, um, what's your thoughts? Do you think him and Devonte Adams can can do that in Green Bay? Um, yeah, I I, I don't. It's just gonna be so interesting because each I think I'm not a big press conference guy, but I feel like each week the press conferences are gonna potentially be must see. And you just never know when it's going to happen. You know, I just think everything off the field is going to be insane this year. Because I can't wait till they lose a game in Green Bay. That being said. Do you think they're calling for Jordan Love's head uh, for him to step in if if they lose a game where they get embarrassed by a team they're not supposed to lose? Let's say they lose the Bears or something. Do you think, oh, 
We got to put Jordan Love in. You think that's going to happen? happen. I mean, I think um, you might have the time because this is, it has happened in his career. Probably why he isn't, you know, where Tom Brady is. People do question his intensity. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers has to justify that times in a bad loss. You know, sometimes it does seem like Aaron Rodgers will quit quit on a game. So maybe that happens with Jordan Love. But I, I highly doubt that. Um, Long term, but I've been I've been very wrong on the show before, but I just don't think that will happen. Um, I, I I just can't wait to see how this all transpires. I I think that they'll come out of. I don't think that they'll come out of the NFC, even okay. though they should. Okay, Spencer. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers says he's more focused than ever this year. He's not even. This isn't a distraction to him. He's more focused. He's geared up. Is there is there much is there as much motivation as he's talking about? Or is this more of just like Aaron Rodgers wants to disappear? He wants out of Green Bay. This is just more more talk. Well, the thing is with 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 even Jordan Love, coach, is that he he didn't even do very well in the preseason. So I, I don't really think that that's a storyline unless the season's an absolute disaster. Like unless they're a six and a six and eleven team and the and the Vikings are stealing this. So. I mean, usually I'm very excited about press conferences, but I, I don't think there's really going to be a lot of controversies with, with Green Bay. I think that they're going to easily win the division, like you said. I don't see them getting home field. I see that being like a team maybe, maybe out of the West, uh, like the 49ers. I know that the you know you guys are high on the Rams or even the Bucs. I think that it's going to be a smooth sailing year for Green Bay, for Aaron Rodgers. The questions will heat up after this season. I think it could be a late, playoff loss I think he's gonna have to go on the road and, and win which which in the playoffs coach I will admit will be very exciting because this is his last year in Green Bay yeah I agree with you buddy I absolutely agree with you um okay all right talk about another quarterback that's that there seems to be some controversy not that it was like a controversy but they drafted Trey Lance with the third overall pick and right now Jimmy G is a QB1 in San Francisco David, is there additional pressure on Jimmy G or uh, for him to keep his job? Or do you think it's just a matter of time before Lance gets the bump? I think it's just a matter of time. I mean, but I think it's like, it's like when you say is there additional pressure on Jimmy G to keep the job? I think, of course, because if it's just a matter of time until Lance gets the bump, then there's obviously a ton of pressure on Jimmy G to somehow keep, to keep his quarterback life ahead of him because you know, I mean, there's few instances, Kurt Warner, you know, maybe a few others where guys get taken over for a quarterback, a younger quarterback in their career, and then they somehow thrive in their career. But the instances instances are few and far between, you know. So it's kind of like, in my opinion, it has no – Alex Smith can be another one. Palmer. Who, who's, which Carson one? Palmer. Carson Palmer, yeah, Carson Palmer can be, you know, but it's just so few and far between. I'm just, and Jimmy G has the ability to be that guy, but at the end of the day, if you're getting replaced by a rookie and it doesn't matter how talented that they are, your NFL days can start becoming very numbered as a starter. So there's a ton of pressure on Jimmy G to perform right away and perform big because this will be the last film you have on him until you know, potentially next year, the year after, when whenever he hits that free agent market or whatever that is. All right. So, Spencer, what 
of all the games you're looking at this weekend, what get what what games or teams most excite you going into week one? I would say that the game that excites me actually the most is the Sam Darnold Bowl. And and it's and it's week one. And this game will be really, really fun because I look at Zach Wilson and he's going to be in contention for maybe being the newcomer of the season. You also have Darnold in Carolina. So there is some expectation there. Robert Sala and and this and this and this team. So I think that that game is is kind of immensely interesting at one o'clock. So I guess we're just saying one game, but there's a, there's a couple of games, obviously. But I'll stick with one. I'm gonna say Wilson playing against Carolina is just gonna be a really fun matchup to see these these new quarterbacks. Sure. Not only that, you got you got Robbie Anderson returning home too uh, to uh, New York. David, what game stands out to you that you know that you're sitting there and going, "Wow." Am I gonna? I'll pay attention to this game a little bit more. Um, I mean, maybe it's just for me, as you said to me. Um, Giants fan, I am really excited to watch the Giants play the, these Denver Broncos. I mean, for me, it's not the national storyline game, but it's it's the game for me. Um, I want to see how Daniel Jones does on this offense. I mean, it hasn't looked great, you know, you know when he played. In this preseason game, it was like okay at best, you know, against the Patriots. It was, I think, on Sunday night a couple weeks ago. You know, they went out to add all these different weapons: Tony, you know, Galladay, Saquon's back. Um, sure, you know, a ton of money invested into the defense for the Giants. As a Giants fan, you just want to see: Are they taking that step in that right direction? And then you got on the other side of it, a semi-controversial call in. You know, taking Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke was the starter coming into camp, had an okay preseason. Teddy Bridgewater had an okay preseason, but for whatever reason, they decided to go with Teddy Bridgewater, who last year was a below-average quarterback in the NFL. So, to me, it's a, it's definitely a storyline game. Maybe not a huge one, but definitely has storyline implications. Could be a must-win game for the Giants. Yep. Really could, because then they have Washington. They're scheduled in the middle, David. They have the Saints. They have the L.A. Rams. It's going to get. Re- they they also play another really good team in like the fourth week of the of the season. So if they can't beat Denver, it's going to be a long year. Yeah, I would say. I the, agree with you. Yeah, I would say the game that I'm I'm going to keep an eye on is uh, the L.A. Chargers and. and Washington football team. You know, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick in his 17th year. You got a new coach. You got a new coach that's working with Justin Herbert, who was an outstanding player and was the uh, AFC Rookie of the Year last year. It's just going to be interesting to see how those guys play out. Uh, Austin Heckler, who's the running back from L.A., is you know, questionable for Sunday. You know, obviously Keenan Allen's back. I, I, you know, I'm excited. I like the Chargers a lot this year. I really do. All right, with that being said, uh, we're almost 30 minutes into the show. Let's dive into our NFL Rookie of the Year. Let's start making some picks. Oh, my Spen- goodness. So, Spencer, now, David, I can you know, uh, I can tell you that we weren't wrong last year. We picked the defensive player of the year. We picked uh, Chase Young. That was a pretty obvious pick, and he was pretty strong with it. Uh, Joe Burrow did not make it through the season. Uh, Justin Jefferson obviously won the war on the NFC side. So... Go ahead, Spencey. You know what? You want to fire first? You know what? I'm gonna take the guy. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Zach Wilson, but I'd say that the 
oh my gosh, the competition for rookie of the year this year is phenomenal. I mean, let's just, I'll mention a few of the candidates that, that well, how, about, how about this? How about this, what? Spencer? You mentioned your rookie of the year. I'm going to mention my rookie of the year. Coach mentions his rookie of the year. Then we, we go reconvene and then we reconvene after. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll see you guys after. I'll see you guys later. If you want an in and out call. No, gonna... I, I just want, I want, I think you, got you, it. you get, you give yours. I give them because we're making uh, picks here. I, I said, I said Wilson would be good. I'm, I'm on the verge of turning in, in the ticket for Zach Wilson. It is another quarterback. And I know that they want to spread the award around. So, so go ahead. Then, but I'm t- it, it, Wilson is the final answer. David. Um, the, as Spencer said, I have a bunch of sleepers here, but. If I'm if I'm putting my money down, gun to my head, I'm gonna take Mac Jones. I like it, David. I mm. like it a lot. Mm, he could win. Could win big. Mac Good Jones. odds on that a couple of weeks ago. Mac Jones. All right, I will stay in the. T- I will stay, uh, and I, I will go with uh, Kyle Pitts, nope. tight end, the tight end like from Atlanta. It. I like that pick. I mean, now let's talk about who you know who's a big favorite. Who I was, I think Najee Harris has a great chance as well. Don't I you guys it, think? Hope I hope so. I took him in my fantasy team last year, last night. Oh, uh, late first round. Uh, second, yeah, second round pick, yeah. Mm. Um, also, you know, um, the wide receiver. Well, Jamar Chase. He could. I I think honestly, Jamar Chase. I I, I don't think he's going to be very good. Uh, from what I understand, he did not have a good camp. He's off to a terrible. He's dropping passes. There's controversies with him and his girlfriend. I mean, it's just it, it's already starting must, out rocky. You must read every site that they're on, Spencer. You know, you know, are you, with with the Twitter. I don't know. Well, uh, well, Devonte Smith is an option. Um, well, I like what? Pat. I like Pat Fromer from Penn State, tight end. Friar Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I I think the name to look out for is Elijah Moore. It's all you keep on hearing: Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore. Yep. You know, out of the Jets camp. It's going to be a very interesting one. I can't wait to see it. All right. So let's dive into, all right, who's coming out of the NFC East? We're going to go NFC East uh, winners. Go through, go through all of them. So, uh, David, you want to fire first? On your who, who's who's going to win? Yeah, who's going to win the NFC East? Washington football team. WFT. Spencer. Yeah, we're both backtracking on the Giants real fast. But I like this because well, I finally, said the Giants are winning the, super, uh, the the division. What I said, you said we're both backtracking on the Giants. I never said the Giants were winning the division. <laughs> you said they could be a playoff team, right? That's Spencer. Make the pick. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas. Okay, NFC North, David. Or coach, did you, did you make your pick? Oh, I'm sorry, I wrote that down. Yeah, Washington. I I, I think they have a great uh, defense. Uh, I think good foundation there. Yeah. All right, NFC North. I'm going with the the Chargers. That's the Chargers. The Packers. Okay, I, I second that motion. Spencer yeah, Packers. Move on. Okay. Okay. Uh, NFC South. Um, the Buccaneers, obviously, for me. David's taking Tampa. Spencer still the Bucks. Yes, I think everyone else is too young in that division as well. Okay, uh, West. Here's. Uh, what- um, NFC West. Still the Rams from the other day. David Rams, Spencer. Okay, I'll take 49ers. I like that pick, Spence. Um I I'll go uh I'll go with the Rams. I'll take the Rams as well. Okay. Okay, and AFC East. 
Um, the Bills. Okay. Uh, um, oh gosh, I I know Buffalo. I'm actually I'm I'm gonna take Green. I'm actually gonna take New England in this pick. In this pick. Wow, I like it, Spence. I do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. The like it. I'm here for you to say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I I believe in Josh Allen. I took him in both drafts, so I'm taking Buffalo. Um, the AFC North. Can't go away from Spencer's favorite player, Lamar Jackson. Be more. Okay, Spence. Okay, let's go with <laughs> let's go with the Steelers in this division. And I am going. That's funny. First time we had this, and I'm going Cleveland. Three separate. AFC South. No, uh, I think it's the Titans. Yeah, that's just more pick. I'll take Colts. Oh, wow. Carson Wentz. Sw- switching it up again. Go Titans. AFC West. Can we all pencil in Kansas City or no? Well, Spencer's got Spencer's got the Broncos. He says Drew Locke's coming off the bench on week one. He's leading them to a... MVP season. After they lose week one, they're going 16-1. and one. MVP. D- David, I can, I can pencil you in for the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> David, you, 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 you could put you could tattoo it in, Mr. Chiefs, David. You let, yeah, Kansas City. All right, so here's these are all being tabulated right now. All right, tabulated. give me your give me your give me your AFC and NFC championship games. Whew. David, fire first. I gotta think about this. Well, that's a uh, uh, your. You want me to go first? Uh, sure. I'm just looking at the teams. All right. So I will go Green Bay, and I will go L.A. Rams. Oh, I thought you were going to do a repeat of last year. Yeah, I think it'll be too obvious, so it'll be a little different. I'll, I'll go Rams, Bucks. Rams, Bucks, Spencer. Let's go Bucks, 49ers. Oh, I like it. Okay. Little, little Jimmy G versus Tom Brady. Well, I like it, Spence. All right, so Spencer, give me give me your AFC championship. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. New England. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mac. Dave. I'm going to say Kansas City and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. KC, Baltimore. I like it. I'm gonna go Buffalo. I'm gonna go Buffalo. And Cleveland. Kids City gets knocked out. They do. The defending the uh the the former Super Bowl teams have not be back. All right. So David, give me your Super Bowl uh so Super Bowl uh breakdown. You have a. I think it's gonna be very similar to last year. It's gonna be Kansas City and the Bucks with Kansas City winning. Okay, and uh, all right, Spencer. Oh my gosh. Oh, kind of, kind of want to be different. Well, I said the. I'm taking Kansas City to win. I'm actually. I'm going a repeat of the red out two years ago. 49ers, Kansas City, Kansas City. Wins the Super Bowl. 
Okay, I'm going Green Bay Buffalo, and I'm going, I'm going uh, Buffalo. Champs would be that would be a spectacular. Your Super Bowl would be the best. It would be a lot of fun. All right, let's do our pick six before we get out of here. Uh, David's spent obviously, David, you won the whole thing last week, last year. That dinner just somehow just seems to be avoidable. You know, it's unbelievable, this guy, you know? But I'm sure we'll get around to that dinner at some point. Uh, so, maybe. And then we'll pick our suicide team, all right, which the suicide team is uh, where you pick this team one one time. If you get knocked out, you get knocked out. All right, Spencer, the mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys. Now, David, these are the lines I saw this morning. So they're a little different from what I heard a couple of days ago. Dallas tonight versus Tampa Bay, minus eight and a half. Is that yep. what you that's the line? People are pounding Tampa Bay, huh? Well, so Dallas has a few injuries, different things like that. So, David, you want to lead off first? Since you won the whole thing, or should we let Mr. Gross mm. You know what's interesting about this year? Big change in format, though. What? We're going against the spread because last year we were just picking winners. Do you want to do the spread or spread it up? I, I think the spread is fine with me. What do you what do you think, David? You can do whatever you want. Spencer, you... Spencer, if you want to do it, we can do it. My domain, can... even though I lose every single well, time. Spencer, you were the loser, so you 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 have the you, you, you need the most help in different ways. We're so. going against the spread. Okay, fine. So go ahead, David. Fire off. Uh, if we're going against the spread, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Eight, right. eight and a half. Yep, that's too big of a number. I'm in, too. All three. <laughs> okay. I don't care if you guys pick my picks because I mean, well, uh, I, I might not win, but I'm just going to try. We're just trying to go six and zero. Pittsburgh getting six and a half on the road to Buffalo. Spencer, who you got? I'm going against my, the division champs, but I'm going against. Um, I'm going against this. I'm taking Buffalo in this spot. David, uh, so am I. Oh, that's three. Yeah, I just picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I have to pick them in week one. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. All right. Who's uh, going to blank? All right. Uh, Spencer, yeah. Miami plus three in New England. Yeah, I said I said Patriots on our show. Going to yeah. Patriots. David. Um, I'll take I'll I'll take the Dolphins in the three. And I already wrote that down as you well. Had, you had Dolphins. I did. Cleveland at Kansas City plus five and a half. That line's come down a whole point. People are really starting to hit Cleveland. Whew. Interesting. Coach, who you got in this one? You know, here is another stat that I forgot to bring up. The Cleveland Browns have not won a home opener since 2004. Well, good thing they're on the road. All right. <laughs> So I well, they haven't won an opener, right? They haven't won. I meant, I meant, I meant an opener. Not a home opener. Okay, so. Kansas City. Getting six points or five and a half points. Five and a half. I'm going to go Cleveland here. Well. Outright W? Yeah. Spencer Ray knows where I'm going to go with this one. Yeah, he's what? taking he's taking Kansas City. Yep. David? Spencer and I have already had this discussion. Spencer, where are you going? Like Kansas City. Okay. Uh, Green Bay on the road, kind of in at New Orleans. I think they're playing in Jacksonville. Three and a half. They're getting uh, giving up three and a half. 
Mm, the line's coming down. Where are we going? James is James is used to the heat. I can tell you where I'm going. Where? Where are you going, Coach? Green Bay. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the Saints then. David. I'm going to take Green Bay. Oh. Okay. Neutral site game. I love it. Baltimore on the road, minus four to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. David, we go. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to take the Raiders plus the four at home. Ooh, upset for David. Well, doesn't necessarily need to be an upset. Raiders. Outright W. Okay. This is a tough one. I will lean towards... I'll go Baltimore. Fuck it. Um, you know what? And And by the way, if next week, because I was just thinking this... If I think next week, now that we're playing this game out, it could even be more fun to go picking the team. What do you think, Coach? Like picking the teams? What do you mean picking the teams? We just did no spread. Then do you, we can just eliminate the spread right now and go off what we just said. But then again, I guarantee I'm changing a few picks because I would definitely, if we're not going spread, I'm taking Tampa Bay here. All right. Okay. You know, so David, you, you think so? I think that that's a good one, actually. What do you think? Taking the teams creates more drama. All right, so let's just scratch everything we just said based on the format. Okay, you are all right, Spencer. Sometimes I love you, Spencer, but okay. it's actually my show. I'm the guest on the show. Okay, so here's the deal. So Spencer, because you finished last, that's why we let you set the, set this up. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. All right, so here we go, Spencer. All right. Are we doing it without the spread? We can redo the whole thing. Nah, we'll pick the spreads. Is that all right? Because here's the deal. Yep, it's Honestly, fine. It's no, no, fine. no, because if we can do it, I guarantee you here's the game that I would change. I would go to Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is going to win. Bucks. Okay. Kansas City. I still think Miami's going to win. All right. Kansas City would change. I would take, yeah, damn right I would change that, you know. Um, all right, we're going spreads. We're too far deep. This we're is not, good because I, lo I lost last year. I lost, so. It gives it, it, it gives it a whole new intensity. Against right. the number. Against uh, the number. All right, so give me the Make suicide money. team, okay? You're picking one team this week in the suicide pool. All right, so if we had a suicide pool, Spencer, go ahead. I'm going to take David's probably. I'm probably going to take both of yours. I'm taking the Rams. Okay, so you're taking the Rams. Uh and they are playing the Bears. Okay, so Spencer goes Rams. Yeah, I'll go with the Rams. Rams. Uh, David Rams. And um, let's see what Coach does. Yeah, let's see what Coach does. <laughs> Fal Falcons or Eagles, maybe. You remember, you can't use it again, so you got to pick no. a team that's eh, not so good, you know. No, you just pick this <laughs> team, like pick Houston. Yeah, uh, you could pick Houston, you know. All yeah. right, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with you guys because I think it's such a shitty week to pick. Exactly. Uh, we'll, we'll go Rams. All right, boys, it was a lot of fun. It's kind of uh, it's it. We, we have our picks in, David. Eventually, we'll get to that dinner, hopefully. I will say this. I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Fan Fest uh, next Saturday in Philadelphia. I have some tickets. 
I thought we were going to the what's called game next Saturday. Uh, Penn State. Uh, Spencer, Spencer, I and you were going to the Penn State Auburn game with your college roommates. Yeah, first of all, some of them. Yeah, and that's not happening. And they're paying for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought everybody was paying for Spencer to go out to the game. Actually, I would pay for Spencer to come whitewater rafting with me this weekend. Coach, you're going whitewater rafting? I am getting wet. Spencer, you going? Well, I I have a nine eleven uh, game. A nine eleven game? Yeah. Two o'clock on Saturday. Oh wow. Twenty years, hard to believe, boys. Uh, I know where I was, and I'm sure Spencer, you were but, probably still in the wound now. You know, Lower Marion can, uh, yeah, they can't have any lights. But but going back to, yeah. So all right. all right. So it was obviously twenty years. We all remember it. Uh, thank for all the Patriots that served, and you know the lives that were lost on that day. All right, David, let's take us out. Well, until next time, guys. We've got changing of the times.